Well, I hit record, Matt, it's... and it looks like it's uh, time to get this started. This is so different. It is. And just so you guys know, in case you didn't realize what you clicked on Ugh. and you're participating in now, it's X Radio X. Oh, yeah. That's I'm, us. I'm Jace. I'm Matt. And we'd like to welcome you to another episode. It's episode eight, actually. Holy smokes. It's I the can't Ocho. The Ocho. <laughs> Welcome to the Ocho. Welcome to the Ocho. Wow, someone else just made a reference to that today, to me, to that movie. The Dodgeball? Yeah. It was, uh, you know what, I'll, I'll, this will somehow organically happen, but that is the second time someone made a Dodgeball reference today to me, which is were strange. They, were they talking about sissy kids learning how to play Gaga Ball instead of Dodgeball now, and how back in the day we used to earn our stripes by getting smacked by pseudo pink <laughs> rubber balls in gym class. And, no, but I like I like where you're going with that. But no, yeah. not at all. What the fact that we got you know you know abused by plastic balls or that our kids are now wusses? I don't. Where do you want to go with this? It was it was just a meme, and and I'll I'll let you know when we come to it. But I have to take care of some business first. All right, let's take care of that business. Okay, so because we want to make sure everyone knows exactly what's going on. I have to tell you, this episode of X Radio X is brought to you by the words shit, pin, fun, cunt, cop, mother, and tin. The bleeping is time consuming and we don't like to edit. So from here on, consider yourself warned. Uh, did you say cop hugger? <laughs> so I'm going to bleep that too because now people will know I didn't really swear. Oh, I thought you were going to leave that in. That's, that's what made it funny. <laughs> I think they get the point that that's what that is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, say, I I feel like you don't bleep it, and they're warned, and it's on them now. That's fair enough. <laughs> Those cop huggers, mother duckers. <laughs> ah, and tinsel. Ah, tinsel. I for, you know what? I honestly forgot that was one of the seven deadlies. When I was writing that up, I... For some reason, I thought bitch was on there, and it's not. We can say that as many times as we want. That's right, bitch. <laughs> but it's but it's tinsel. That's the one that is is the seventh of the seven deadlies. I I don't know why I forgot that. It's not a, going, it's not a nice word. It's not a fun word. But didn't going seem like through it was them that in bad. my head because I don't want you to actually have to beep them <laughs> for sensitive <laughs> listeners out there. I don't want to get canceled over our use of tinsel. Yeah, exactly. We 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 are heavy on the tinsel, especially yeah, around are. the holidays. Yeah. So welcome for to the show. We are in episode Ocho, and uh, today this was my this was kind of my request uh, to to Jace that we do an episode about our main topic, and it's a topic that's near and dear to your heart, right? It is, uh, and not just. I'll let you tell them what the topic is, and then I'll yeah. start talking about it. So, so basically, we we know, and we've talked about this in other episodes. Uh, Jace is a fan of of the paranormal television shows and the and the the people who do like research on on conspiracy theories and things that that are sort of on the fringe of society and 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 stuff like that. And I'm very interested in it too, but certainly not as much as you are. Like you're. You love diving into those, uh, the podcasts and the TV shows and, and stuff like that. So I wanted to do 
uh, a podcast about conspiracy theories, or at least to discuss some of the ones that might be interesting for us to chat about. Sounds fair. I do yeah. enjoy a lot of those. Uh, some of, uh, well, I shouldn't say some of, a vast majority of the TV that I watch anymore is uh, either paranormal stuff or based around paranormal stuff. Like for a very long time, Ancient Aliens was my jam. I don't know if you've ever watched that. I have seen, I've seen one episode, yes. So I know what it is. Mm -hmm. I've seen one times 10 episodes at least. <laughs> um, but uh, if you don't know what Ancient Aliens is, it's essentially a long running hour-long program that's been on the History Channel, which is kind of funny when you think about it. Ancient Aliens, History Channel. History, Anyways, sure. Mm -hmm. But they're mostly famous for this guy. His name is George Sukalis, and he's got this huge hair. Huge <laughs> hair. Okay. And and it's all kinds of... It's about, like, the Nazca lines and, and all kinds of other things, like, oh, the pyramids were built by using liquid mercury that was super cooled so it would help what? levitate and lift rocks up. What? Yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> Wait a minute. What was the Nazca lines? Nazca, not mescaline. <laughs> mescaline? So someone was on mescaline and they came up with this theory. <laughs> that is, that's very possible. No, the Nazca lines, N-A-S-C-A, Nazca lines. They're in Peru. Okay. And this is a real, the, this is a real thing. It's a real thing. People? Okay. The, no, I don't know. If the, I don't remember <laughs> if it's the Nazca people or what. Okay. But the lines, they're called the Nazca lines. I think it's because of the village or the area that they're in. Okay. Um, but from the ground, you can't tell what they are. Totally can't tell what they are. But okay. from the air, mm -hmm. they're like perfect drawings of a bird. Uh, oh, okay. I think I, I know. At least I think about. I got that part right. I might mm -hmm. be mixing my conspiracy theories up and my ancient aliens. It's, it's, I've watched so many of them. They all start to run together. Yeah. So the Nazca lines are kind of like, they would be like crop circles, sort of. But yeah, different, kind of. a different thing. Yeah, and I, and it, somebody's probably out there going, it's not the Nazca lines. Those that's that's Puma Punku at uh, <laughs> at uh, Lake Titicaca, and these are all real things. Seriously, like I said, I've watched so many of them; they start to run together. I don't know if I've got the right thing. Yeah, um, but anybody who's watched these will be like, oh yeah, that's not the right one. But that thing is real, and that thing is real. They're just not the same thing, Jace. Yeah, if you want to debate Jace on this, just. Keep your Puma Poom Koo shut. Yeah. <laughs> Keep your Puma Poom Koo to yourself and let us move on to what we're actually going to talk about, yeah. which is uh, Matt was asking me about conspiracy theories in the world of music. Mm -hmm. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. And there's a lot of them out there. And I, I knew a few, but I went and I did a little homework this week. That was Love a it. big, that was a so big running joke in our texts all week long. I'm really proud so of you. It was such a running joke that even my daughter asked me, did you do your homework, dad? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I did. Huh? Did you do yours? And she's like, I have all A's. And I'm like, shut oh. up. <laughs> you have all A's in my book, too, Jason. Braggart. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, I did a I did a little bit of homework. Awesome. Not too much. I, you know, I wanted it to be a little bit off the cuff. Yeah. Um, and we started out by talking about one over text and you made me stop or no, I actually called you about something. Either way, we were talking about it and I, I informed you. Did you know that Stevie Wonder is not actually blind? This is insane. This is and insane. You're like, what? And then I and then I watched the video you told me to watch and I thought, well, I'll be damned. 
there might be something. I still he ha- he's got to be blind, right? I, I believe he's blind. But that, there's that, a video on the internet that's accessible. If you're listening right now, just pause us. We're fine. Just pause and Google this. There's a video that you showed me that you told me to, to check out. And it's Stevie Wonder at this concert. And, and he basically a microphone stand falls and he, he basically reaches to catch it. Oh, that's the Paul McCartney concert. It was... um. Him and Paul McCartney. Yeah. And Paul McCartney knocked over a, a microphone. Um, and it was in 2010. And Stevie Wonder caught it. And he was like, oh, sorry, mate. And that was yeah. a really the, bad Paul McCartney. The takeaway is Stevie Wonder is not blind. Or he's a Jedi, one or the other. I, you know what? I like that idea better. I think he's a Jedi. I would, yeah, let's, let's go I with would, that. I would much more believe that Stevie Wonder, based on his talent... And his abilities that he is using the force to make amazing music. And he is definitely blind, but he just is a Jedi. I like that better than Stevie Wonder is not blind. Yeah. But it all goes back to, I guess, and I I might be getting a little bit of this wrong because I started looking some of this up because I actually, the first place I ever heard this conspiracy theory was from my sister. Oh. My sister, my sister Rachel, told me about this, and I was like, "What? You're high? There's no way." <laughs> and she's Hi, like, Rachel. <laughs> she, she's like, "No, I'm not." And it's a thing. Go look it up. And I did, and I was like, "I'll be damned." There's a lot of people out there that think Stevie Wonder isn't blind. It's yeah. totally a thing out there. Um, but the story goes, I believe he was born premature or something mm-hmm. like that. Okay. And it had to do, um, one of the stories is along uh, with the oxygen-rich atmosphere in the hospital incubator mm-hmm. uh, resulted in, I'm, I'm reading this part, Okay, ret- retinopathy of mm. prematurity. I've totally said that wrong, but I'm not a doctor. Mm. It's a condition in which the growth of the eyes is aborted and causes the retinas to detach. So he became blind. Gotcha. Okay. That's, I don't know if that's the honest to God truth, but that's what I read. Sounds scientific enough to be true. But yes. here's a little here's a little fact for you. Since today, the day we're recording it, yeah, is my mother's birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Jason's mom. She says thanks, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my mother and Stevie Wonder were born in the same hospital. What? In good old Saginaw, Michigan. Yep. What? Yeah, no, that's true. He was born in Saginaw? Heck yeah. Saginaw, wow. Michigan. Bet you didn't know that. Not at all. That's amazing. Uh, your your mom's much younger though, right? Oh yeah, it wasn't at the much same younger. time. No, they, the they same weren't time, in the no. same hospital at the same time. No, just the same okay. hospital, same city. Wow, it's the, that's pretty you know, cool. Yeah, it's the same city I still live in. I still live here in Saginaw, Michigan. I don't care if people know that part. You know what I like about the conspiracy? It's not though? hard. It's not hard to find that out. By the no, way, no. <laughs> Uh, I like, I like that there's, it's, it's so obviously not true, but it's got enough of a like WTF factor that you're like, maybe it makes you at least pursue it. Like if someone said, Hey, everybody, we're actually breathing water and whales swim around in the air. You'd say, well, no, that's stupid. I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to entertain that one. Yeah. But if you say, hey, you know, Stevie Wonder, he's not really blind. You're like, nah, hmm. 
let me just pursue this for a second. And then, yeah, yeah, because, no, yeah just what I thought. Because it, it opens up that idea that, um, well, just his musical talent alone wasn't enough for him to become super famous and popular. Right. No, no, no. He must have needed a gimmick, right? Right. Need, so you need gonna, a gimmick. Exactly. He's you have fake to be... being blind. That's his gimmick. Not the fact that he's a great musician and writes great songs. From a very young age. From yeah. a very young age. His gimmick is he's blind and he does it. <laughs> okay, I suppose. But I, I, I'm going to go with that if he's not blind, he's one of those folks that is totally legally blind. Yeah. But he, even you can be legally blind and still be able to kind of see. Well, that makes it even more mysterious. Even though there's probably blind people going out there, Jace, no, when you're blind, you're blind. It's not like you're kind of blind. Yeah. It's not like you're, you know, you're you're kind of this or you're kind of that. You either are or you're not. Well, but there I'm are those people s- who are considered legally blind for like driving, but they can actually see a little bit. Right. And that's where I think that maybe this goes is that he can kind of make things out. It's not like his world is just like complete darkness. Like he may, maybe there's a shadow here and there or something. I, I just think he's, I think he's completely blind. That's yeah, we'll what, just go with that. That's what I think. And I, I think no he's talented enough. Than... He didn't, he didn't need a gimmick. No, no. There's also part of this whole Stevie wonder isn't blind thing is there's a sportscaster. His name is Bomani Jones. He's on a, <laughs> on ESPN. Okay. I like his name, Bomani. <laughs> Me too. I really like that. So apparently there was there's a big discussion one of the days that he was on, and he was talking about how Stevie Wonder wasn't blind because his friend sold him three plasma televisions once. What? And Stevie Wonder tried to get on Dancing with the Stars. What? I mean, you could be blind to be on Dancing oh, with yeah, the Stars. Oh, yeah, of course you can. Yeah. And. Yeah. And maybe Stevie Wonder did buy three plasma televisions, but maybe he bought it for the guests who were at his house. Right. Right. And, exactly. And just because he's blind doesn't mean he doesn't like to listen to television shows, right? Absolutely. So you would yes. probably need a TV for that. I agree. But they also say he's a big fan of basketball and he goes to basketball games and you can see his head going back and forth. So therefore he's watching the game. He's not blind. And I'm like, I'm calling BS on that because if you just closed your eyes and listened, you could hear the action going back from side to side on the court. Could you? I think you could. See, now that's a curious one. If he goes... And and again, this conversation, all res- no disrespect to people no, no who are disrespect blind. to blind folks, but we're just curious because I, I think you can like if I I not blind, yeah, but I I feel like that a blind a person who is blind their whole life, yeah, like they always say that when you don't have one sense, your other senses get better. Yeah, he's like Daredevil. He's like Daredevil, but yeah. with a piano. <laughs> He doesn't fly through the night and, you yeah. know, fight Electra and fall he in might, love with her. He might, for all we know, he yeah. might do that also. He might play a mean piano and fight crime in when he's not in concert. We've already surmised that he is a Jedi. That's mm-hmm. that's that's how he gets everything done. But no, they, I feel like if you were blind, if you were at a basketball game and you were listening for the basketball game, yeah. you could tell 
Like, like you can look to where you're hearing. Like if you hear something to your right, you'll turn your head to the right. Sure. If you hear something to your left. You'd... So at a basketball game, when they're going up and down the court, I believe that a blind person could probably tell they're going this way or they're going that way. Okay. For, yeah. for pretty good. May, they might not be right every single time, but yeah. I think overall they would get it. All right. Well, there you go. I think he's blind and Jedi. That's what we've decided. Yeah. So there you go. Stevie Wonder, according to conspiracy theories, is not blind. Wow. I feel like we should start the conspiracy theory that he's a Jedi. And crime I think fighting. we just did. A crime fighting <laughs> Jedi like Daredevil and like Obi-Wan Kenobi. I like that. I mean, he's he's super, super talented. But now he's like over the moon talented. Yeah. All right. Cool. What's Stevie Wonder's most famous song, Matt? Uh, probably Superstition. No. What would you say it is? I think it's that one. That's my probably my favorite. Oh, I don't know if that's my favorite. Gosh, I love Stevie Wonder. What is my favorite? Overjoyed. I know that's lame and sappy, but Overjoyed is probably my favorite Stevie Wonder song. I don't even know that one. Oh. I'm sure I do. Once do you want me to sing it? Do you want me to sing it for you? Sure, go ahead. <laughs> Put you on the spot. Go for it. No, I won't. Okay. But if you're listening and you don't know that song, you have to listen to it and you'll hear it and you'll say, oh, yeah, that's really pretty. I See, the problem is I fall for all the sappy, pretty songs. And that's those are the ones that stick in my head. So I would say Superstition is one of my favorites. Uh, Sir Duke would be another of my favorites. But Overjoyed is probably my most favorite of his. What's uh, what's his uh, most famous TV appearance? His most famous? Uh, that would probably be Saturday Night Live in the 70s or 80s. That was not where I was going with this. I was going to say The Cosby Show. He was on The Cosby Show? Yeah, when he taught Rudy how to make giraffe sounds on, on, his, on his synthesizer. <laughs> Giraffes make sounds? I don't know. It was on the TV show. <laughs> He asked her to make a sound. She made a giraffe noise, if that's how I remember it, at least. But yeah, he was on the Cosby show. What does a giraffe we... sound like? I don't know. I'm not Wah. Rudy. <laughs> I just know he was on the Cosby show. I just remember that. And you remember that he made giraffe sounds? Yeah. Wow. He didn't. He hit record on his synthesizer. <laughs> Rudy made the giraffe sound, and then he played it back and like wrote it into a, like a quick, funny little song that a little kid would think was hilarious. Oh, yeah, a la Stevie Wonder. That's they, that's what I remember. They always did cool musical numbers on that show. Yeah, but I suppose we're probably not supposed to talk about the Cosby no. Show anymore. There's some I think. conspiracy theories there that are probably true. No. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I don't think they're conspiracy <laughs> theories. <laughs> I think the court of law has pretty much told us they're not conspiracy theories. Yeah, yeah, that's fact. So let me go back to my list here because I okay. actually wrote some of this down. I got to find it here. I was right. telling you before we got started that I wrote a bunch of these down and then I'm like, hold on, it's the Internet. I don't have to write these down. I can just open tabs. Mm. But I did and you know what's kind of... weird is I, I started taking notes for the show in pencil on a notepad and I never do that for anything. But for some reason, it just felt right to jot stuff down on a notepad. I totally lost my page. Ah, where's it at? Your dog ate your homework. It did eat my homework. Oh, man. I totally had all this good stuff written down, too. Where did it go? Mm-hmm. Oh, I know where it went. Ta-da! Other document open. <laughs> so, okay. yep, I had all this stuff written down. Actually, I had a nice intro to this whole thing. Oh. Yeah, I, I did. Know. I'm going to read it anyways, because okay. I thought it was good. All right, cool. 
any of you out there that actually know me know that I love conspiracy theories. No, this is not a QAnon themed deal. I hear that's <laughs> been a cool thing to talk about the last four years for some reason, but that is not what this is today. Thank goodness. There's a treasure trove of insanity in those ones, but once again, not talking about that. <laughs> what I want to talk about with you, Matthew, is music conspiracies. That's right. Weird things that happen in music like the Illuminati controlling Jay-Z. Or is it Jay-Z controlling the Illuminati? Oh, I don't know. I'm not going to talk about that one, though. Okay. Or the mob being involved with the Rat Pack, specifically oh, yeah. Frank Sinatra. Yeah. But I'm not going to talk about that one either. All right. Fine. And did you know that the scream in the song Love Roller Coaster by the Ohio Players is actually a Playboy model getting hot honey poured on her. Did you I, know that? I've heard that one. I've heard that one. Yeah, well, it's not true. Okay, good. <laughs> it was actually like the bass player or someone else. But the true believers know he's just covering up for the Illuminati, Jay-Z, the mob, and the Rat Pack pouring that hot, hot honey on that poor playmate. Hot, hot honey. Hot, hot honey. Mm. And that was my big intro that I was going to Oh, do. I really like that. Cool. Yeah. So uh, I said, let's start this with a classic one that mm. everyone has probably heard. We've already went through Stevie Wonder. Yep. This is what the one I was going to start with, though. But okay. I just had to use Stevie Wonder. Yeah. So we'll kind of restart it with this one. Elvis was abducted by aliens. Well, I feel like that's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> yep, folks. The king of rock and roll didn't die. He just went home, like they said in Men in Black. Oh, you mean so that so you mean he was abducted when people thought he died? I thought he just yes. was abducted somewhere between skinny Elvis and fat Elvis. Oh, that's in here. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, true story. This is how kind of how it went. This, according, if you believe this is the truth, yeah, it was said that when Elvis was born, the doctor that was delivering him said there was a strange light that shone over the house. It was all the sequins on his diaper. Well, <laughs> or it was the moon outside. I don't know. It was the olden days. Who knows what that light could have been outside, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. So I don't know the doctor or Elvis's family, so I can't say that he didn't actually say this, the doctor, or that there wasn't a strange light, but I'm going with it was probably pretty normal birth. Wait, where was he born? Wasn't he born in a hospital? At home, I believe, if you believe what I read online. Okay. So he was the internet, born so it's at It's got to be true. The yeah. doctor made a house call, came to the house. He was born, and then there was like a bright light that shone down through the window and illuminated the baby. Yeah. You know, it's, hmm. it's okay. like, ha, ah. Yeah, I'm picturing it. I've got the image in my head. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I guess even Elvis himself had stated that he was visited by aliens as a kid. He was like eight <sighs> or nine or something like that. Really? And he saw UFOs as an adult. Totally checks out, right? Wouldn't have been sure. all those drugs or anything that he was no. on. No. No, they're, it's all. just his friends, the aliens, checking up on him throughout his life. That would explain the the big transformation from, you know, nice-looking, you know, suburban-looking mm -hmm. Elvis guy yeah. who's, you know, you'd invite him over to dinner and be like, oh, Jane, you should really go date this Elvis kid. He seems like a fine young fella. Right. That would explain the transformation from that guy to like the sequin jumpsuit guy with the, you know, TCB glasses that he wore all the time. And Come over here and shit on my lap. Yeah. By the way, do you know what the TCB stood for? Taking care of business. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what uh, uh, Aretha Franklin sings about. 
Is it? Take care, TCB. Suck it to me, suck it to me, suck it to me. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe I did, and I'm just forgetting it right now. She says it really fast. Yeah. So that was the one I was going to start off with because <sighs> it's pretty, like, I feel like everybody's heard Elvis conspiracies. But wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. He was, so when he was born, the aliens pointed a flashlight at him. But when was he abducted? That he didn't die. They just so, came and Okay, so they just came to take him back home. Right. Basically. Yeah, oh, okay. That, like I so, wrote, I was like, therefore, he when he died, he didn't actually die. He was abducted by aliens. Wow. They just loved his music so much that they came and took him away. But I mean, he's definitely dead now, right? Because he'd be, well, maybe not. No. How old would he be? He'd be pretty old, but. He'd be pretty old, and yeah. I mean, he's dead. He wasn't abducted by aliens, <laughs> folks. He died an unfortunate death that everybody still makes fun of, but I'm not going to do that here. I don't think um, so. So if he got abducted what, and then they took him seemingly back to the home world, right? wherever that is. Yeah. Do you think he ever came back to visit? Like Would stock you? up on marshmallows <laughs> and bananas and peanut butter and banana sandwiches. Yeah, he's got it. I mean, he's got to come back. Got to get little. that big old Cadillac that he had. Yeah. Nah, I don't think. Well, one, he didn't get abducted. He's actually dead. Everybody, he died. <laughs> it's unfortunate. I know. And spoiler I know it's, alert. <laughs> yeah, new news for everybody. But he did die. He's he's gone. Fine. There's another there's other conspiracy theories about Elvis too. One of my other favorite ones is that he's an FBI mole. Oh, wait a minute. So okay, I feel like I've heard a little bit about this too. Wasn't he in wasn't he like he and Nixon were like buddies or something? Yep. He uh it I, I actually wrote down here, I was like, that is actually more believable than the aliens ones because he loved law enforcement. Right. And Nixon like made him a fake FBI agent. Therefore, FBI mole, right? Yeah. Like, um, oh, who was it? Like Steven Seagal, right? In, in Under Siege. They're both, they're both way into like Kung Fu because Elvis was, he liked to do karate chops on stage. Oh, he was something, wasn't he? They both had, uh, they both used, I think, the same hair grease, same brand. And the exact they both, same. Same they bottle both, and everything. Yeah. They both later on became some sort of law enforcement is steven seagal he's like a he's like a deputy somewhere isn't he right yep they like both are excellent musicians like that both well, excellent musicians excellent. i think i think elvis has got him <laughs> a little bit i mean they're both in the same excellent range sure elvis is a little bit better but steven Seagal's still really really good steven seagal's got the aikido he's got him there yes right think- so they balance out I think Steven Elvis Seagal's was a little more bit of a fighter. Taekwondo karate guy. Steven mm-hmm. Seagal is a Aikido street fighter type dude, I guess. I'm not sure. Right. I just know that he totally kicked ass and under siege. So so if Steven Seagal and Elvis, an alien Elvis, were to get in a fight, who would win? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's so crazy. I don't even know I have an answer for it. <laughs> And then who would win in a dance-off? Oh, Elvis. Hands down. Yeah, that's a safe one. All he right. Would shake the, he would shake those hips. <laughs> Elvis the pelvis. Was he 
Steven uh, Seagal doesn't even have a nickname like that, so. No, he doesn't. Why didn't he ever get a nickname? Because he's Steven Seagal. I know, but the Muscles from Brussels got a nickname. The Terminator yeah. got a nickname. Rambo. What did he just, maybe we should just call him Ponytail. Just call him Steven. Little Stevie. Big Stevie. I was going to say, there's already a little Stevie. Stevie brings us, aunt. And Which brings us back to Little Stevie Wonder. Little Stevie Wonder. See, it's all related. So uh, what's the next one you got? The next one is, you know who Andrew WK is, right? I do, yes. Because if you like to party, then you'll party hard. Yes. <laughs> well, the story goes that Andrew WK is not actually Andrew WK. And that's it. That's the end of the story. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I don't know no. if I... It's I just need a little, little more like, info. This one's not like a really deep conspiracy theory because okay. it's Andrew WK, who I have seen Andrew WK in concert, and oh, I really? have to tell you, oh yeah, it, he's a lot of fun. Really, he was he was the last. My sister and I went to. Geez, I don't even remember what year Warp Tour this was. Okay, might have been. Let's see, Elliot was. Might have been two thousand three. It was at the old Pontiac Silverdome parking lot. So I want to say it was two, it was 2002, 2003. Okay. Um, and he was the last performer. The, Andrew WK and his band were the last performer. And I think they had members from every band who played that day on stage with them. Oh, that's cool. That stage was just moving. Yeah. And since it was the last show of the day, that like in front of that stage was just packed. Mm -hmm. And he was really good. He was very. It was. It was. It was a lot of fun. But you're telling me that he wasn't really there. But it probably wasn't even him. So wait <laughs> yeah, a minute, because the reports say the reports say that his name is actually Steve Mike, which is a corporate <laughs> amalgam that created Andrew WK, and there will be more people being Andrew WK in the future. Whoa. Yeah. How you like that one? That one's kind of crazy. Wait a minute. I love the name Steve Mike, first off. That and it's get this, it's S T E E V <laughs> Space Mike. Of course. M I K E. Steve Mike. Of course. Uh okay, let me unpack this. Okay, so my first question is, does it matter if it's true? <laughs> no. No. I would argue maybe no. to maybe to Steve Mike or Andrew WK, if that really is your name, in, it probably would matter. But unless Andrew WK was kidnapped by Steve Mike and replaced, then I'm concerned. But if there's a guy named Steve Mike who changed his name to Andrew WK and became famous, I don't know that I care either way. But that's not what you're saying. You're saying that it's that nobody is Andrew WK. Well, that there was, okay, there was originally an Andrew W.K. So there was. Yes, but then, like, Andrew W.K., I don't know what happened to him. I guess he just went away. Fame mm -hmm. got to him. I'm not sure. But then Andrew W.K. had a beard, so he was a different Andrew W.K. <laughs> so this is like this is like the plot to every, you know, afternoon cartoon bad guy from, like, 1972 to now. Oh, man. Like, the bad guy's the one with the beard. The good guy's the one without Right. That's how you tell them apart. You always know the bad the bad David Hasselhoff has the goatee. You know yeah. that that's evil Michael Knight WK and <laughs> the good Michael Knight WK is clean shaven. 
Speaking of that, do you do you remember what the bad um, car's name was? Car. Yeah, but it was spelled K A R R R. So there was Kit and Car, and there was Michael, and I don't remember what the but uh, bad Michael Knight's name was. Michel. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> Michel Evening. So yeah, so apparently. I don't know what happened to the original Andrew W.K. Because when I'm mistaken, he's like was born in Flint or something. You are blowing me my mind with these facts about Michigan. So wait a minute. Now I'm let's, concerned. Let's, I got I got to head to the internet here. Andrew W.K. Where was he born? I think it was Flint. I'm worried about this former Flint resident who now is not anywhere, but somebody is masquerading as him, and. Basically, oh. all you have to do is grow your hair and cover your face in blood, and you can be Andrew W.K. I was wrong. I was wrong. He was born, it says, he was born in Los Angeles, California. But, hmm. but, if we, let me clink, click on the link. Come on, computer. <sighs> clink on the lick. Why is this being a pain? Uh, I feel like we need to find Andrew W.K. So, Okay. We're changing the. So the, he was born. Now it's saying Stanford, California, which well, it's California's, but his origin they say is uh, from Ann Arbor in Ypsilanti. Hmm. All right. So he moved there when he was young and lived yeah. most of his days there until he became famous and was abducted by Alien Elvis. And now Alien Elvis is living in his body, making weird party music. Yeah, all that's true except for the Elvis part. <laughs> no, because he was, yeah, he was born in California, but he grew up in Ann Arbor. That's where I was getting it wrong. It wasn't Flint. It was Ann Arbor. Because his dad's a law professor at the University of Michigan, and he began learning piano at the University of Michigan School of Music. So so when he go. partied hard, is it safe to say that that album was the actual Andrew W.K.? And then after that album came out, he retired or was abducted and has been replaced by a WK bot. I'm trying to find out really quick, see if there's more about this conspiracy here, because this is one of those conspiracies that they only gave you like a little bit of it. So I feel like there's a lot to be fleshed out here, or we could just make up right now. We're changing the name of this podcast to Andrew WK dot, dot, dot. Okay. Question mark. Did you know he had a radio show? <laughs> no. I know very little about him. That's what I'm saying. Like, if he was replaced, I would have no idea. I would never even, if I saw a picture of current Andrew WK and he had long hair and blood on his face, I'd say, yeah, that looks like him. It could be, yeah, and it could be a woman. And I would be like, yeah, yeah. He, looks he just right. looks, he looks like a, a, a rocker dude with mm -hmm. long black hair. Yeah. And a white shirt and white pants. That's like his thing is he wore a white shirt and white pants and he would go so crazy on stage. He would like punch himself in the nose. Right. And then he would like bleed everywhere. He was often bleeding. He was often bleeding. Exactly. Hmm. But yeah, he had a radio show. Um, uh, it was called America WK on the Blaze Radio <laughs> Network. Oh. I have a feeling. Oh, no. Is the Blaze Radio Network? Is it what it is? Isn't that Glenn Beck? It's conservative libertarian talk radio. I want to say that's Glenn Beck. Not that I, I have a problem with conservatives or libertarians, but if I remember correctly, the Blaze Radio Network is where, yes, the Glenn Beck radio program. So he's definitely been replaced. Yeah. It's, I yeah, think this definitely. Is true. I think this is a true one.
I think Glenn Beck had him replaced. That's we what busted it is. this wide open. Now he is, I, but he still tours or no? Yeah, he's still tour. Well, nobody tours. Somebody, right now. somebody yeah. does, but not him. That's right. I want to <sighs> say that this other guy on the Blaze. Yup, I was right. This other guy on the Blaze Radio Network, uh, Joe Pags. Mm-hmm. He was the. Uh, he was. Uh, he worked uh, primarily in television news, serving in many roles <laughs> as the main anchor. Anchor, excuse me, at WEYI TV in Saginaw, Flint, Michigan, hey, hey. From ninety-four to ninety-six. See, I keep bringing this all back this home. This is crazy coincidence. He was also on in Lansing, Grand Rapids, and Detroit, Ann Arbor, perhaps. I don't see Ann Arbor in here, but you, Detroit's pretty close. We'll do go. You with ever that. see Joey Bags and Andrew WK in the same place at the same time? <laughs> it's Joe Pags, but oh. Joey Bags works good too. <laughs> he's a guy. He he's a contributor to places like Newsmax and stuff like that. So oh. he's so they're not yeah. the same guy. No, he's uh, yeah. Let's just say it's not on my top. I'm trying to listening. start my own conspiracy here. Yeah, I think we did a good job with that one. <laughs> So what we came up with is Andrew WK is no longer actually Andrew WK. Yeah. He, uh, when he went over to the blaze network, Glenn Beck had him replaced. Yep. Uh, Joe Pags was part of it. Yep. And they started a radio show uh, with new Andrew WK called, called America WK. It was a two hour Saturday uh, morning, uh, Saturday program focusing on what it is to be alive meaning, motivation, <laughs> mindset, and making dreams come true, all included in a celebration of life itself and all with a positive and honest outlook from the I not real to... Andrew WK. Listen, you live in Michigan. Can you reach out to his parents and see if he's okay? Um, I won't. <laughs> um, mainly Just... because they won't answer me and nobody really yeah. cares anyways. <laughs> I bet. It, you know what? I'm going to tweet him. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. If you if you don't follow us on on Twitter yet, then keep an I eye feel out. like Andrew WK whether it's the real one or not the real one is just crazy enough to tweet you back. <laughs> yeah. I've so far I've had no response from any celebrities, but this I feel I feel good about. Now, with all that being said and all the conspiracy theory we made up about Andrew WK. Mm-hmm. The song Party Hard is awesome. I think that's the I only song I know by him. Uh, there's one, I think it's, isn't she beautiful, which is very similar, <laughs> something like that. And then he's, he's got a couple albums. He's, uh, he's, he's probably has a, a good touring audience and he gets to make a little cash touring here and there. But, uh, I will say that his show at the warp tour was, it was pretty entertaining. I will give him credit for that. In the name of the album, I get wet. Yeah. Come on. Hmm. That's good. So- or so maybe his, uh, his... we could even add to the conspiracy theory that you don't actually need an official Andrew WK because really, if you just get a fairly slender brown, long haired guy who can grow a beard, you just have to give him white pants and a white shirt. It could be anybody. You could just keep rotating. It's like kiss. Like you could put anybody in the makeup for kiss and essentially have kiss. <laughs> I can't you believe you would anybody, say that. You could put anybody I know it's that was tough for me, <laughs> but you can put anybody in the white T-shirt and white pants and have them be Andrew WK. OK, yes. So maybe Especially he if I were in the, st- in the in the show, I would not know. 
Yeah. Maybe he just did this because he was like, you know, I can't do this forever. I can't punch myself in the nose night after night on stage and just keep bleeding for these folks. That's a good I point. Need, it's, I need to franchise this Andrew WK out. And away he goes. I think that's kind of genius. All right. So I'm going to hope. I'm going to hope that it's there's no nefarious plan here that that he's been replaced uh, against his will. I'm going to say that Steve Mike is an amalgam of really positive, life-loving people who all kind of bear a passing resemblance to Andrew WK, and they just go out and do his shows for him so that he doesn't have to punch himself in the face all the time. Yeah, get your get your beep button ready for this because I think this conspiracy theory is complete horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, I'm still tweeting him. Tweet him anyways. <laughs> I'd I'd love to tell him that I enjoyed his his uh, closing set at the Warp Tour that one year. I enjoyed it a lot. My sister and I still talk about it to this day. I've never seen that many musicians on stage at once, not even at a symphony show. There were so many people on stage. The problem is, tweet Twitter doesn't want me to spell Steve wrong. Keeps fixing it for me. Oh, Twitter. (laughs) There's a bunch of conspiracy theories there, but we're not going to go down that rabbit hole today. No, no. And I will say, after looking at this picture of Andrew WK online, he has a a nice smile. Uh, In the one picture, the rest of him, he kind of looks nuts. But in the one picture, he has a nice smile. Well, his Twitter um, icon is just a melting skull. So there you go. Oh, wasn't that Mm -hmm. cute? A rocker guy with a melting (laughs) skull. Very original. Yeah. So, all right, we did, we've done what? Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder, Elvis. Stevie Wonder is not blind. Right. We think he is. We think he's a Jedi, but the conspiracy theory is Stevie Wonder's not blind. We did, Elvis was abducted by aliens. Spoiler alert, Elvis is dead. Sorry, everybody. (laughs) And then the third one we did is Andrew WK is not Andrew WK anymore. Right. But- I called horse shit on that. I'm pretty sure yes. Andrew WK is Andrew WK. <laughs> okay. And if he's not, he franchised it out. And if he did that genius, kudos to him. Yeah. All right. Hope, okay, good. I hope yes. he makes Let's a hope lot it's of positive. It, yeah. That's very, this, this conspiracy theory for him sounds a lot like the Avril Lavigne one. I don't think. Did I've, you ever hear that one? No. Where Avril Lavigne died and then they got a new Avril Lavigne. That's why she looks different than she used to. Oh, I think she looks different because she grew up. I think she looks different because I don't care. Because she's not 14 <laughs> anymore. Like I, the rest of us are not yeah. 14 anymore. <laughs> and once again, I say I think she looks different because I don't care. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> I couldn't. I can name an Avril Lavigne song now that I think about it. You could sing one. Um, I can name boy. Yeah, so they say one is skater, but I was trying to remember how she didn't spell it right. It was like S K eight er B O I B O I. Yep. See you later, boy. <laughs> it was a oh, good yeah. enough for you. Now that I'm blah. thinking about it, I don't. Yeah, really you know the words that. too. <laughs> now you get to feel as bad as I do. Good job. Yes, exactly. All right, there was some more of them out there. Did you know? Did you know that as awful as Axl Rose is. Okay. He's a terrible person, according to what I'm reading here. I don't know if he's a terrible person. I've never met the guy. Okay. But I'm reading this here. All right. He's, a, he's very controversial. We'll go with that. Agreed. You know, from accusations of being homophobic and racist, turning up really late for shows, which is totally true. That one I do know is true. Yes. Canceling um, shows when he gets mad. 
Yep, he decided to include a Manson-written track on an album, resulting in even more controversy. Yeah, because you know he's, he's a rock girl. star. That's I know that's is that was that the name of mm-hmm. it? Yeah, look at your game, girl. Mm-hmm. Was that on the spaghetti incident? It was on the spaghetti incident. Yeah, I I bunch of covers on that one. I remember that being not that bad, actually. It wasn't bad. It was it was uh, weird for Guns N' Roses, but that whole album actually was pretty cool. Yeah, what was the Starlighter song they did on that one? Uh, Since I Don't Have You. That was the good one. Mm-hmm. They did a really good job yes. with that one. Yeah, they did. But anyways, this is not about Guns N' Roses. This is just about <laughs> Axl Rose. <laughs> so as of all those things weren't bad enough that we said, apparently... Yeah. Apparently, there was a rumor, and it was apparently started by the media, you know, that media. Yep. They're after everybody. Yep. That Axl Rose ran over his own dogs and then proceeded to eat them. Oh, come on. I know. Oh, I was gross. like, wow. Really? Even I don't think I would make that up about somebody. Oh, Axel. I feel more comfortable making up a story that Andrew WK has franchised himself into other Andrew WKs yeah. to continue yes. on that career <laughs> than, than Axl Rose ran over his dogs. You know what? I know that one's not eight. true. I know that one's not true, and I'll tell you why. Because he's definitely a dog lover because he's going to be appearing on a new episode of Scooby-Doo. Oh, that's right. He's he's going to be cartoonized and appear on one of those Scooby-Doo cartoons. And I don't think he would have done that if he had in the back of his head, I killed and ate my own dogs. I think that that would the guilt and shame would prevent him from starring in a cartoon with a talking dog. Or is that his penance? Oh, hey, I don't think so. I just think he didn't do it, and I think it's a horrible thing that somebody yeah, made up about just, him. That's just too bad. I mean, of all the things you could say about Axl Rose, really, you're going to go with you ran over your dog yeah. so you could eat it? Right. That's He's got enough stuff that he has to deal with. I feel like you're with. not even trying there. Right. Like, not you, but that person's not even trying. Yeah, yeah that one's... Yeah, I now, I now I kind of feel Axl Rose. I feel sympathy for him. I don't, but Hmm. all right. I think he's done a lot of things to himself, but you know, when you get, I hear when you get popular, it makes you do crazy things. I'll never know. I'll never know myself either. (laughs) Did you know that Paul McCartney is actually dead? And the person who is Paul McCartney is just a robot (sighs) or a, a fake Paul McCartney or, or alien Elvis, maybe. He could be alien Elvis for so all. So this know. one I have heard, and 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 way so long ago, I actually dove down this rabbit hole because there were all sorts of different um, clues, and and you might have some of them listed. I don't know, but there was all sorts of different things that when you listen to this song, or where you did this, or where you did did that, you could. It was like, well, if you listen to this, it's so obvious it's not Paul McCartney; it's some other dude. Uh, there's a lot. Yeah, that's actually one of the things that they talk about is there's so much proof because now his vocals are slightly different. And the way he walks is a little different than it used to be. And there's a lot of subtle mannerisms that he'd never had before. How, so, how, how much do you look at Paul McCartney's walk or he sounds dude, like Paul McCartney? Dude, it's the Beatles. There are yeah, people that have made their whole careers 
in just reviewing Beatles things and Beatles memorabilia and songs. And what time did they write the songs in and how many words are there? Yeah. And did they say number 936 or 406 times? I mean, <laughs> how old is he now in his 70s or 80s, 70s? Oh, God, I don't know. He's old. So so do you think that his his walk might change? Well, they say it all began. It it happened because there was a uh, it was in I there was a, a car here. accident or something. Yeah, it was a car accident. January 7th, 1967, when McCartney's Mini Cooper became involved in an accident. However, the Beatle himself was not driving the vehicle and he was not even in it. Then again, reports oh. vary as they are supposed exact date of his death. Those who believed in the theory were convinced it happened somewhere in the mid-60s, blah, blah, blah. The f- they further claim that the rest of the band decided to cover it up and use an imposter. And that's who you see now. <laughs> what are the said clues? For one, they say when you play Revolution 9 backwards, okay. you could hear Turn Me On, Dead Man. Right. Which doesn't really say anything. I mean, I've I've listened to that and it kind of does say that, but still, that doesn't mean anything. If yeah, it said it, if it said, Hey, Paul died and we replaced him on this album with I thought there was one else. that said Paul is dead. Paul is uh, dead. Paul is dead. Maybe. There might be. Yeah. That's not Turn in this me on story. Dead Man was, doesn't mean anything though. I was reading this story. This one I was uh um Oh no, it's I buried I buried Paul. That's what it sounds like. Someone Oh, is it? Someone's saying, yeah, because where I, I I'm Paul. getting this information is off of I love classicrock.com, which is the bastion of truth and journalism, I hear. But yes. uh, <laughs> I mean it, it's a list of conspiracy theories. So we're going for the entertainment factor, not really for the truth, I suppose. Yeah. I so so this one uh, I wonder if, I wonder if, so when they say you play Revolution 9 backwards, you can hear Turn Me On, Dead Man. I wonder mm-hmm. if that was the idea for the song, Turn Me On, Mr. Dead Man by the Union Underground. Now I have to look that up. Yeah, probably. Matt's like, I, would I don't say know who you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know that song, but I'm pretty sure that that's probably where they got it from. Um, But see, that one has like, I think there are people who, even though this started way back in the, what, 60s, 70s, this, this theory? This would have started in the 60s. People still believe it right now. Like, people strongly still think this. Not everybody, but there are people who, just like people who think that the, the moon landing was fake, there are people who are convinced that that's not Paul McCartney. And it's I, such a weird... I it's feel weird. like I remember going down this rabbit hole with you when we were in college. I yeah, feel like right. that's when this all started yes. because because we're old enough that all of this stuff on the internet was still pretty new then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and we actually had some of the the songs on vinyl that we could run backwards, and we heard those things, but eh, not convincingly enough that no. And I, you know, and this is in. I have to say. This is a lot of what some of those like, um, what are those called when someone records noise and then they play it back and they hear stuff and they think that there's stuff going on when there's Oh, that's called Paranormal Caught on Camera. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) It's a TV show I watch all the time. That's the one. Uh, I feel like if you're listening, those are looking um, for something you're going to hear. EMGs, electro. Yeah. Where you just if, like listen to the white noise and you're like, oh, they said I'm alive. Did you hear that? Yeah, right. If you're listening for it, you're going to find something. 
And if people were so fanatical, <clears throat> excuse me, about the Beatles that they would listen to the music backwards. Like my kids are now in the phase where they're saying the alphabet backwards because they just think it's hilarious. I think that people who were listening to it are like, well, that kind of sounded like something. Let's try that again. And, and oh, that sounded, did that sound like I Barry Paul? Well, maybe there's something to this. Like, I feel like they're, you're going to find something if you're looking for something, right? I mean, isn't that kind of the, that's kind of the thing. Because there's 700 Beatles songs, probably not that many, but there's so many Beatles songs where there's no clues that if you listen to them backwards, all you hear is crappy backwards music that it's kind of a weird, I don't know. It's, it's hard to get into the mind of people who are like, convinced this is true paul is dead and this guy is living his dream pretending to be paul mccartney you know yeah i feel like i feel like that you would get found out if it was even close to true you would get found out there's and who knew the guy before he became paul mccartney nobody he was made up in a lab matt (laughs) oh that's right he's an android that's right he's an android i forgot so he's not alien elvis He's not, it's not like he was replaced by some dude that was well, from Liverpool. Well, they, where do you, they created him in a jar. Yeah. Well, where do you think Andrew WK got the idea to franchise his likeness out? Paul McCartney did it first. He's yeah. like, I'm done with this. So he just true. said, here's everything Paul McCartney would do. And he franchised it yeah. out to new Paul McCartney and so on and so on. And so on. <laughs> See how these all weave together because the conspiracy world, Matt, is a crazy place. But it's it not really so crazy is. when you start to break it down. But I have to say, and this is this is um, faint praise for you. But I have to say that it does. It is really interesting. Like when you, I get why you're so into it because it is. There's enough of like fact that ties into nonsense that it makes you think huh, well, there's something there. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's, it yeah. is interesting. And now I am really concerned about Andrew WK, even though it's probably, there's nothing about it that's true. I still feel like something's going on now. So you sucked me in. Yep, I sucked you. And and the, the best part about it is, is that conspiracy theory I read, it was literally not even a paragraph. <laughs> and we turned it into a good 10 minutes. <laughs> So yeah. we've, we've really given it legs. If it's, yeah. t- if this takes off, we better get a check. I am. Ho- here's, here's my hope. My hope is that I've, I've now tweeted him and I was really kind of like, I had my fingers crossed that he would respond while we were still recording, but obviously he's not, he's not going to respond. <laughs> you but, do believe in a place called hope. Don't you? <laughs> I know. <laughs> and, and so then we would know, well, if he said no, I, if he responded, I would think he for sure was fake. But the thing is, He's going to see that tweet. He's going to tune in to this episode and hear that we're concerned for him. And if it's him, if he's real, if it's the real Andrew WK, he's going to somehow tell his fans, hey, guys, I'm all right. And if it's not him, then I, I predict Andrew WK is going to retire within the next month for mysterious reasons. And it's because we blew this conspiracy wide open. Blew the cover wide open. Totally. Mark wide my open. words. If Andrew WK retires, it's because of us. 
What do the conspiracy theory folks say? Well, a clock is right twice a day. So a broken <laughs> clock is right twice a day. I hope a working clock's right all the time, but a broken clock is right yes. twice a day. Yep, exactly. So so there's there's tons more out there than that we won't even get, you know, into like Beyonce was never pregnant. Oh. Chris Christopherson is a lizard. Okay. So the lizard people thing I've heard a little about. I didn't know Chris Christopherson was one of them, but again, He's an odd choice, right? Yeah, like why would it be Chris Christopherson? <laughs> why not? I mean, yeah, I don't get so it. This is this is I got this one. This is on mental floss, which I'm sure you've been. Oh yeah, read lots. I read tons of mm-hmm. stuff on mental floss. Yeah. So this is how it goes. This is off of mental floss. So I want to give them credit. Sure. In 1999, British writer and sports broadcaster David Icke published a book called "The Biggest Secret" that details his belief that a majority of the world's political leaders and celebrities are actually a race of reptilian aliens called the Babylonian Brotherhood. I'm going to stop right there. There's more, but I want to stop right there and say, I would be very upset with this race of reptilian aliens who are apparently from somewhere else and are highly intelligent and very good at not letting us know who they are and running the politics. But the best they could come up with was Babylonian brotherhood. That sounds like <laughs> something a white dude made up. <laughs> and who, it does. And who, 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 if you're, if you're an organization that's trying to keep yourself under wraps and, and under the radar so that no one knows about it, why do you even give yourself a name? Yeah, go with like the like, listen, everybody. We're going to, we're going to be a team. We're going to have T-shirts made and, and beer koozies and hats that say Babylonian Brotherhood. But we but like alliteration. Down, we'll have we'll have all of our paper. We'll have, you know, the logo on the top and we'll have pens for inside the office. You can't take the pens out and we'll just wear the stuff, you know, together. But it's for team it's, meetings, outings, company yeah, picnic. Purely when we know it's safe, but don't tell anyone about us. It's going to yeah. be a secret. We're lizard people. We won't be accepted. We have an, a sweet ass name. That's the no one will ever name. know it. <laughs> we are the Babylonian Brotherhood. <laughs> it sounds like a bunch of nerds playing D and D in the basement with bathrobes on. Here is our leader, Skeletor. <laughs> so, but to continue on, yeah, please. So these these lizard people that yeah. the Babylonian Brotherhood—they're mm-hmm. from the constellation Draco. Or is it Draco? I don't know. Sure, that means dragon, right? Yeah, or, and yeah. have the ability to shapeshift into human form and control all of humanity. Hmm. Well, they're doing a shitty job. Yeah, well, Chris Christopherson has yet to take over the world. <laughs> yeah, we haven't even brought his name up yet. <laughs> the internet naturally loved Ike's theory. Chris Christopherson, if we finally get to him, Chris yeah. Christopherson is reportedly one of these shapeshifters. Other members of the Babylonian Brotherhood include, get this, I know you're going to be shocked when you hear this next one. Matter of fact, I'm going to let you guess. Who do you think, just, who do you think the next one's going to be? It's so easy, you're not going to get it. Michael Jackson. Wrong. No? Barack Obama. Of course it would be Barack Obama. Why wouldn't it be Barack Obama? Wow. Yeah. Uh, So they finally got somewhere then. So. Good on them. They finally yeah. got up to the president. It took a long time, though. Well, there's a couple presidents here. Okay. Barack Obama, George mm-hmm. W. Bush, 
Bill Clinton. What? All right. Queen w. Elizabeth I. II and Pope Sh- Francis. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There's some That's high rollers mix. in this group. Yeah. Of apparently lizard shape shifting people. So do you wonder? Do you think the the Barack Obama lizard person like makes fun of the Chris Christopherson lizard person? I don't think like, so. Best Chris Christopherson. Is... He's kind of a badass. If I remember correctly, wasn't he like an army ranger or something? I don't know. I know he. I know he did some songs. I know he wrote. Uh, oh gosh, me and Bobby McGee. No, did he? Yeah, I think so. I think he wrote that for uh, Janis Joplin and the Holding Company or whatever her band was called. I think that he wrote it. Pretty sure. Well, I'm, I'm about to find out if he did or not. We're yeah, about but to find out. He's he's I mean, retired. Don't you think that they should all? If there's some sort of like super race or species of of being extraterrestrial being, don't you think they should all be uber successful, like the top of every? And not that Chris Christopherson isn't super successful, but why yeah. him? Of why him? Of, That's what I'm saying. Like all the people. Okay, fine. He's pay. he's people know him and he's famous, but why him? I don't know. Hmm. That's why these things are crazy, but yet interesting. And do they take over the body of a real person or are they here from the beginning as a lizard person? Like, no, I was think there they're, a- they're lizard people to begin with. And then they just say they go to the Babylonian Brotherhood meeting. They're like, all right. So does that mean Mr. And Mrs. Christopherson were also lizard people and they birthed a baby Christopherson and they named him Chris and said you're a lizard person we're in this sweet ass group called the Babylon Brotherhood but don't tell anyone and he's like duh mom of course I know I'm a lizard person (laughs) I'm looking right at you but they well do you think they look like lizards when they're in the safety of their own homes well I don't know this baby picture of him does not look like a lizard at all yeah or do we just see them as human but they hmm I don't know, but did you know he was in uh, Sports Illustrated? No, but did he write Me and Bobby McGee? That's what I'm looking for. I'm we looking need for to right know now. this. He did. The album, yes. Chris Christopherson's debut album, was released on Monument Records in April of 1970. The yeah. album features iconic hits, Me and Bobby McGee, mm-hmm. Help Me Make It Through the Night, For the yeah. Good Times, and Sunday Morning Coming Down. Oh, Sunday Morning Coming Down. That's a good one. Yeah, Johnny Cash hit number one with that. Oh, wow. And he's a lizard. Yep. So apparently lizards are good songwriters. I still like it. Yeah. You know what? I'm not, I'm not going to dislike, I'm not going to hate the song. No. I hate the, I hate the game, not the player. Man, I I hate the player, not the game. Chris Christopherson has wrote that album. You know, that was the number one song, Sunday Morning Coming Down. Me and Bobby McGee goes number one. Yeah. He won a Grammy. can't think of anything else he wrote. He was Billy the Kid. He was Billy the Kid. Yeah. He sang a song with uh, Barbara Streisand, I think. Let's I see. Is that with Streisand? No, he's uh, he was number one on the Billboard country chart with Jesus Was a Capricorn. <laughs> Interesting name for a lizard person to write. <laughs> That's fantastic. He was in A Star is Born. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. They remade it. Right. He was the original. Was he in it with Barbara Streisand? Yeah, it was Barbara Why Streisand do I think he was Chris connected to Barbara Streisand? There you go. Yeah, that's he was right there. That was 
September 9th, 1976. Amazing. Stars in Convoy, the great trucker movie. Got ourselves a convoy. Highway so man. Wait a minute. Yeah, wow. He was the... Uh, I should really stop talking trash about Chris Christopherson. Is, is Tom Cruise a lizard person? Hold on, hold on. He was featured in Big Top Pee Wee, dude. This guy's done yeah. it all. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's he's, he's done literally it done it all. <laughs> so, what have we learned today? He was today? in Blade. Yes. Dude, he was in Blade. Yeah, he was the guy with the um with the He bad was Whistler. Leg. Whistler, yeah. Mm-hmm. Blade two, mm-hmm. Blade three. <laughs> He's not going to be. There's no in the Blade next four. One. I'm sure he would have no. been in that too. No. Wow. The Dolphin's yeah. Tale. <laughs> I don't even know what that was, but he was in it. He was in it, and he probably rocked it. <laughs> yep. Wow. So I didn't know this was going to turn into a Chris Christopherson podcast, but there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, if you'd like more information about Chris Christopherson, you please. can go to his website just like I did. Exactly. <laughs> go to our Facebook and we'll tell you all you want to I, know. I do want to say that whoever made his web page, his yeah. timeline, like his timeline, it's very succinct. Works great. Easy to find out when he. Yeah, go to chrischristopherson.com. Go slash history and look at the timeline. The programmer did a good job. I like it. It's very nice. Worked very well. Do you think the programmer for his website is also a lizard person? They must have a network of lizard people around them. Well, let me put it this way. If lizard people can shape shift into Chris Christopherson. Yeah. I'm sure they can make great web pages. I would think. I mean, but don't you think that they would want to work with lizard people as much as possible? If you were... A lizard person, and you had, you know, are you saying shorthand. lizard people are racist? Yeah, no, <laughs> they only want to work with other lizard people. You have lizard people. You you can speak in your normal language. You can eat, you know, raw meat or whatever lizard people eat amongst themselves. You would want to just. You would probably find comfort in the you company know, of other lizard people. Y- yeah, I don't know that it's necessarily a race thing because I would I would wager. You that heard it lizard. here first, everybody on X Radio X. Matt has said that lizard people are racist and they only <laughs> want to hang out with other lizard people. He is so not woke. I would, I, what I was about to say. Did I use that correctly? Man, <laughs> yes. I would like to say, my good man, what I think is going on is lizard people, because they are from another planet, have their own races within lizard people. I'm sure there are like iguanas. Or Komodo dragons. Or... Oh, that's exactly where I was going. Komodo dragon. Yeah. So I'm sure that some lizard people might be racist amongst themselves. But I feel like since they're, since we're talking a different planet, not just that guy's got a different color scales than I do. It's you're from the same planet as me. So I don't know that it's necessarily racist. I think they just might feel more comfortable amongst their own so they can stop i bet it's it takes concentration to shapeshift into a person right so they probably want to chill out i have no idea i'm gonna say it does my shapeshifting days are long by (laughs) i don't even remember how hard it was (laughs) yeah and just to tell you no a little bit we like to hang out with other people who aren't lizard people matt so there there you go 
<laughs> I would hang out with a lizard person. I have no problem with it. It doesn't sound if they're like they're real, really. I want to. You know what this comes from? What? David Icke was watching V. Oh yeah, there you Remember go. Remember that old show? Yeah, he was watching V, and he's like, "This is a documentary. Totally makes sense." <laughs> it was very realistic. <laughs> yeah, and that's where thinking, it all came from. But wait a minute. Here's the thing: if this exists, and it doesn't, let's just be clear, it doesn't. But if this exists, I'm so far, I feel like I'm okay with it because they haven't tried to take over. They haven't tried to, you know, assimilate us or destroy the earth. They just want to get jobs and write music and do well, that's things. Where you, that's where you have it wrong, Matt. Did you notice the only one of those that wasn't a world leader was Chris Christopherson? Uh, Chris the others were Barack, George W., GW, Bill Clinton, hmm. Queen Elizabeth. So, see, you got it wrong. The lizard people, they're all about power. But That's they're not they doing want. anything. I mean, do you th- they're just they're just come on. Being... They probably made COVID, Matt. Oh, do yeah. you think Chris Christopherson is mad that he didn't get to be a world leader? Do you think he's he just got okay. to write cool? He wrote songs because he was like, I'll show them I can be something cool in the world of things. And if we just relate what Chris Christopherson has done to what all these other folks have done, like on a more, for lack of a better term, middle class level. Yeah. The things that Chris Christopherson have done are way more relatable than anything those people have done. So you could make the argument sure. he's more influential than they were. So you're saying you don't think that he's pissed, pissed I think, off or something? I think, <laughs> I think Chris Christopherson, lizard person, is actually the leader. <laughs> oh, that could be. That could be. And he just sends his minions to go do all the his, his minions. Like Pope Francis and Barack Obama <laughs> and George W. Bush and Bill Clinton, his right. minions. He he sends them to to go to go, you know, do his dirty work while he's going to write another, you know, Bobby McGee and star in a dolphin's tale. And I'm 100 percent OK with it. I, if there are more lizard people coming, bring them on, because so far they've seemed delightful. I mean, even I'm OK with it. Too, w since it's was really crap, fun to listen to. even matter. <laughs> no, I feel like they're fine. Now, if they wanted to take over the earth, if they wanted to, like, you know, well, I destroy think the humans dig, and turn us into a big terrarium, then I feel like that is I a, think if is you a dig firm no. deeper into the whole David Ike lizard people, blah, blah, crap. Yeah, um, I think that is the end game is we're just food for the lizard people type thing. Hmm. But see, even when I think of those things, I'm like, OK, so if they've been around forever and ever and ever and we're just kind of food and pawns for the lizard people, they're super boring. Yeah, circle of life, man. Because they would why just wipe us out, get it over already, and go to another planet. What I mean, what's the I mean, yeah, it's I it doesn't make enough sense. Like, what are they leading? It's not like we're doing super awesome stuff right now. No, I feel pretty good about the lizard people. Welcome to Earth. Welcome to Earth. They have to deal with the same shit we do. They're just (laughs) they're just getting by. (laughs) <laughs> so let me get this straight. You're super beings, and the best you can do is turn into a president and deal with <laughs> bullshit from the media all day long. Got it. Right. You're not that much better than we are. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, kudos for getting to the top, but outside of the shape shifting stuff, you're really, yeah, yeah. You, you, I think you're you're wasting away your abilities. And frankly, now that you mentioned that, if someone just were to appear on YouTube and say, "Hey, look, I can shape shift." They would be the they would be a super celebrity like the 
do you think magicians are lizard people? Because they can like disappear or turn into like an ant or something. That would be the easy one to pick. I think, yeah. you know, if you're a shape-shifting alien and you picked to be Chris Christopherson, I think you actually <laughs> did the best. I mean, you had the most fruitful life when it comes to you might be right. movies and music. Yeah. I mean, you, you got to do a lot of cool things. I mean, yeah, yeah, the other ones were presidents and stuff. But if you asked me if I would rather be a president or have Chris Christopherson's life, I don't know the details of his life. You're I don't right. know. I'm, he is winning. You're not, you're not getting, you know, I'm reading his his timeline and I'm not getting the details of, yeah. you know, all the bad things that happen. You're getting all the good stuff. But if you just measure it by good stuff to good stuff, I'm taking him every time. <laughs> I agree. I think that he has nailed this whole planet Earth thing. Like he's yeah. he's he's still pretty low profile, but he's also name famous and has been in everything. Yeah. <laughs> He's winning. Yeah. All right. Well, good for you, so, lizard people. We like that. But this is this is the last one I'm going to do. It is because okay. arguably it's the worst one oh, because boy. if it's true, if it's true, yeah, this is terrible. Okay, I'm ready. So get ready. Now I'm going to bring it all down. All right. Gangster rap was invented to fill prisons. What? Yeah. I've heard this one before. There's whole podcasts about this dude. Wait a minute. So I'm not going to go deep into it. Wait a minute. But essentially, hold on. Let me let me give you the the backstory. Okay. And then you can and then you can tell me why this is complete and (laughs) utter crap. But according to conspiracy theorists, in 1991, record label CEOs and very wealthy decision makers. It's always very wealthy. Yeah, lizard people. Mm-hmm. Met behind closed doors to invent and actively push gangster rap onto the American public. The hmm. goal, allegedly, was to promote selling drugs and street violence through music to fill privately owned corporate prisons. An anonymous letter sent to hiphopisread.com detailed a music industry's insider's part <laughs> in this conspiracy theory. And I have totally heard this conspiracy theory before. I'm not going to go into it in depth. Because I wouldn't be able to do it justice, you know, like I did sure. the, the Chris Christopherson, Elvis, <laughs> and Stevie Wonder one. Yep. Those are, you know, great. I, but this yep. one, if true, is seriously the most awful one out there. Okay. I, all right. Wait a minute. Okay. Because so think about lizard... the implications of what I just said. So Chris Christopherson gets with no. some There's... other muckety mucks that are. I don't even want to I don't even want to put Chris Christopherson in this one because these are if this would, one is true, this is truly it's disgusting. It's, it's yeah. disgusting. So okay. So people decided that we aren't getting enough people in prison. We have these prisons, we're running out of money, we need to have more people because then we get more money from I guess people. I don't know how prison works, but yeah, somebody pays to be somebody their tax pays money. Them. Yeah, so they say, how do we get more people in prison? Let's invent a genre of music. A whole genre. <laughs> I want to be, gosh, I wanted to be, I wish I could have been in that meeting. Obviously, I don't think that meeting existed. But to be a fly on the wall when they're like, listen, we need to take this very seriously. We need a way to get a lot of people to want to commit crime. What if we sang about it? Yeah, in a cool way to make Gave people some dope beats. Think it was we need some sick beats, 
some we sick want beats. People to think that getting shot at is cool and overdosing on drugs is cool and selling drugs is cool. We if we just wrote some really good music, then people would would start doing those crimes more and we could arrest them. That's the synopsis of what it is. And the people in that room were like, by Jove, you've got it. You've got it. <laughs> it's just that simple. Oh, that's um so I have okay, so I have heard that there are um that there are certain drugs that were theorized to be released into the public to like increase Crack. Yeah, right. So I don't know and I don't know all the the story about that, so I don't want to really speak on it because I probably would mess it up, but that I've heard might be there might be some truth to it, but the fact that someone thought that they could create a musical genre is so uh it's it's scary but it's also kind of um romantic <laughs> what if we all sing about something and people will join us in singing about it and w- then that will get people to to commit crime <laughs> it's sorry. just it's it's ridiculous but <laughs> but if you think about it the, i mean essentially it goes to i went to um i got this part off businessinsider.com yeah but it's just apparently from the meetings is uh, this guy apparently snitched on the meeting. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, you know, quickly after the meeting began, one of my industry colleagues who shall remain nameless like everyone else. That's how you always, I was yeah. going to say always, but it's usually a big trigger to go. Bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. Exactly. Uh, thanked us for attending. He then gave the floor to a man who only introduced himself by first name. It gave no further details about his personal background. So and that you have first a name was Flavor. They, they, they didn't give who this first <laughs> name was. But you now you already know that you're treading tread lightly here because they didn't tell you who it was. And then they don't even tell you who gave him the information. Yeah. So now mm-hmm. we're totally secret society in this thing. Sure. I think he was the owner of the residence, but it was never confirmed. He briefly praised all of us for the success we had achieved in our industry and congratulated us for being selected as part of this small group of decision makers. I This screams multi-level marketing all over it. <laughs> at this point, I began to feel slightly uncomfortable at the strangeness of this gathering. At this point? You think? Not you think? until this point, but right here. Yeah, nothing before tipped to the, now it's uncomfortable. <laughs> the subject quickly changed as the speaker went on to tell us that the respective companies we represented had invested in a very profitable industry, which could become even more rewarding with our active involvement. We oh. haven't even got to music or prisons yet, but this, this is where we're going. This is a pyramid scheme. Yeah. <laughs> he explained that the companies we work for had invested millions into the building of privately owned prisons. There oh, it is. There it and is. And that our positions of influence in the music industry would actually impact the profitability of these investments. I remember many of us in the group immediately looking at each other in confusion. At the time, I didn't know what a private prison was, but I wasn't the only one. Sure enough, someone asked what these prisons were (laughs) and what any of this had to do with us. We were told that these prisons were built by privately owned companies who received funding from the government based on the number of inmates the more inmates, the more money, the 
the government would pay these prisons. And I think now, I you, heard that. I think I yeah. heard that that about uh, privately owned prisons because there's some. There's a lot that goes on about yeah. them right now. And then it doesn't have anything to do with gangster rap. Right. But the whole idea that they're like, hey, we need to fill these privately owned prisons. How can we do that easily? Oh, let's let's promote <laughs> like. Remember that group NWA? They're singing about the hardships of living in Compton, right? They're rapping. So let's use them as a vehicle to lure other people to do the same thing so that they go to our private prisons and we make money. And they all tent their fingers like Mr. Burns. Right. And I don't. Isn't it? Uh, I feel so many thoughts about this. So, I, feel, I feel dirty just talking about it, but it's out there. This is something that is. I, I've heard talked about many times. So this and there are people meeting, that think it's totally true. They didn't create the genre. They just no. decided to uh, push to it push to it. the masses. To push it real good. Ha ha. See what I did there? <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, okay. A little more believable. If, if, it's, if it's a matter of, hey, these guys are talking about it. If we make that music. But you can't make people like something i mean you can lead a horse to water you know what i'm saying like you can't but could you also make that analogy that if people think this is true yeah they're the same but these are uh, many of these folks are the same folks that tell you seeing violence on tv doesn't make people more violent but if we push gangster rap it's going to fill our prisons i don't what is that? I mean, that totally, those are, those are total 180s from each other. It's, well, it's probably, so I personally don't think that that stuff makes people more violent. Uh, but the people who do think that would probably support or at least agree yeah. that this is a, a logical uh, attempt. Yeah. Yeah. That's their business model, I suppose. But yeah, that was the, that was the last conspiracy theory I wanted to bring up because it's arguably the worst one because it's the closest one to sounding that it could have happened. So me. how many people started river dancing when that became a big trend? Were there a lot of people who just all of a sudden started wearing clogs and holding their body still and shaking their legs around really fast because that Ew, was river dance. You don't remember that? <laughs> now I truly feel dirty. <laughs> Oh, I remember that. Michael Flatley, Lord of the Dance. Yeah. When the Lord of the Dance came out and everyone uh, heard about it, there weren't waves of people who just started river dancing in the streets. They just I, liked listening to it or watching it or, or you know, getting out of the way of it. They didn't. They, they did didn't like st- to watch it. That was a monster hit. Yeah. Ugh. But that's the thing. There's a difference between enjoying a music or a movie and wanting to do the exact same thing. I think that's a fundamental flaw in the concept. Don't you think? I I, I think it is. I mean, I like it's, listening to nine inch nails, but I don't want to stab anyone or sew people's eyes shut or do anything creepy like that. I just like the music. Oh, oh yeah. D- nine inch nails. That reminds me of an actual conspiracy theory. I do remember hearing in college. Oh Yeah. Oh, there was one. God, what video was it? Was it for? Um, was it the one that you know the? 
I want to you closer. like an animal closer. Thank yeah. you. I was like, I can't remember the name. I can remember the, the <laughs> oh, yeah. lyrics, I'll but remember I remember the name. chorus. But do you remember the video and it had everybody wrapped in like the the um the latex? Yeah, it was gross. Yeah, it was gross. But there was a whole thing behind it that this whole video was totally done by some weird performance artist that actually was killing the people. Like they oh. would like put them in there and then they would like I don't know. They would do something and it would kill him inside the latex. It was like a huh. snuff flick almost. It was, okay. Well, it was a gross video, but the song is good. Yes, it was. And Especially what, and, for college kids. I and mean, I'll listen on. to that song all the time and it doesn't make me want to do any of the things in that song, really. I mean, mo- almost none of it, actually. <laughs> but I like the song. I don't know. I feel, I, I guess I... All right, so that one, if we were on Mythbusters, I would say that's plausible. I still don't think that it's... I still don't think it's true. But there is... I get where the concept could be true. Oh, I think this 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 uh, rap one, this... this whatever yeah. you want to call this a music executive one, I think it's plausible. I think there are people out there that are that dirty and that Sure. That's all that they think, you know, they yeah. think about a means to an end and it doesn't matter who it is. And yes. So they would say like, oh, our perception is these people are X. Therefore, if we do this, we can get X out of it. I think they thought there are people out there that think probably to this day that if you did it right, you could fill private prisons with these types of people. I think that's fair to say. I think there are people out there who would think that. I am not one of them. No. But I think they're out there. It's sick and it's and there are people out there that would do it. But here's the thing and and I think this is the other aspect of of conspiracies is when you involve a lot of people, it's really hard to keep that secret. And we're talking about real human beings, not lizard people, but real humans who were at high places in the record industry and and stuff like that, who are just going to go to their graves, never saying, except for this one anonymous person, they're going to go to their graves, not saying a word about it. Nobody in that room got up and walked out and said, I'm not taking part in this or, you know, you know what I mean? Like it seems like that stuff doesn't really happen unless it's a movie. Maybe it does, but I, I feel like it's probably a, not i i would say this one i would call plausible yeah. i think somebody would try it but i think um most people would look at that and go what yeah. i'm not being a part of this there's no way you're attaching my name to this right no way I'm yeah out. thanks for the free lunch i'll talk to you later yeah at least one person in that room was like no 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 because if these are business folks mm-hmm. that one person in that room is gonna go so let me get this straight. You all just outed yourself to me. Yeah. As being these type of people. Right. And you don't think I can't turn this around and make money off this? Right. And by not doing what you just said? And yeah. they wouldn't walk out and tell everybody, do you know what these folks are doing? Yeah, exactly. See, that's where I think it all falls apart from. Me. I agree. I agree. So so with and that's my always fingers- my thing with conspiracy theories is is you can't get that many people to keep a secret. There's no right. way. Exactly. Two. What does it say? Three can keep a secret if two are dead. That's exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, we've done a lot of good work here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
These Sorry, were we super didn't good. With, I'm we didn't so, come with the jokes. <laughs> no, but I'm so glad that you had that they were all music related because that was that was super fun and slightly topical to what we tend to discuss. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Those were and and every single one was fun to discuss with you. <laughs> well, and I kind of and I and the only one I hedged on was that last one because I'm like, there's a lot of underlying things that this could lead down. Oh, sure. A bad path. Oh, sure. Which but and since, there are probably lots of true things that are not as, you know, extreme, but that that happen all the time in that like sort of, like this one is not a conspiracy. This one is totally true. Jerry Lee Lewis did marry a family member. Ew. <laughs> yeah. It was like his cousin or something, but it was somebody he was related to. All right. Well, so that's not. A oh, yeah, that's true. Theory. I did. Yeah, it's I did totally gross. I saw that. And movie. it's true. But she was Winona Ryder. So she was really good looking. Well, in the movie. Yeah, yeah. she was Winona Ryder. Mm-hmm. And so I guess it's cool in the movie. So but, that makes. It okay. But no, it's not at all. Oh, no, that's right. It's still not OK. That's true. Still not OK. Ah, <laughs> oh, good conspiracy theories. Those are. So, yeah. That's those. Those are the there, and there's plenty more out there, dude. There's so many of them. Some of them are just just stupid. Like apparently, we've talked about the dark side of the rainbow. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that was a conspiracy theory. I just thought it was entertaining to watch. I didn't know there was anything behind it. Yeah, I chalk that conspiracy theory up to a a coincidence theory. I think it. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anything was like. There's no real conspiracy. It's just kind of like did they do this on purpose or not? And if yeah. they did, cool. If they didn't, cool. But really, it doesn't, no one was harmed. <laughs> you know? It's just kind yeah. of an odd coincidence that it works out. So, yeah. The, I mean, there's a, you know, the, like I mentioned, with the Jay-Z in the conspiracy and or in the Illuminati and all that stuff. And if he is, who cares? <laughs> I don't true. care. That's true. Yeah. I, I mean, apparently he has 99 problems and the Illuminati is not one. Nope, not one. I still not like his music. All. I still like his music, too. So that's the end of the conspiracies for this episode. Love it. Very so, cool. Well, Matt, we should probably start wrapping this up. Uh, we've been on for a little bit of time here, but I always like to wrap it up with like things we've been doing this week mm-hmm. yep. or things we've been listening to. And I've had an interesting week. Um one, I'll just go with the things I've been listening to, and I I listen to a lot of stuff all the time. But mainly, what I was interested in this week was uh, I'm a big fan of Frank Turner, yep. of Frank Turner and the Sleeping Souls. Mm-hmm. You've heard me talk about him before, but over yeah. this whole pandemic time and all the different lockdowns they had, and he's in England, Great Britain, England. Um, he has been doing at home concerts called um, Independent Venue Love. I think is what he called them IVL shows. Okay. Where he would play a whole album or he would play segments or he would play all covers, but he did 21 of them. And wow. this last week was the last one that he did. It was him and his wife, Jess guys. They both played at this one. And the kind of the, the cool thing to this one was Jess opened the show. She did some of her music and then he came and played and the cool part about that was is he didn't know what songs he was going to play. She picked all the songs and told him right then what he had to play. Oh, that's really them. cool. So it was it was good. And I donated because I love Frank Turner and I think it's a great thing that he was doing. 
Um, but he did 21 of them and that was his last one. And oh, I think man. it's going to be his last one overall because that's a lot of that's a lot of shows to sit down with your guitar and play songs. I mean, you got to know a lot of songs to play 21 different hour shows. That's true. Yeah. So that okay. was mainly what I listened to this. So that was kind of what it hovered around this week. I mean, I listened to other things, but uh, that was that was the big one for me this week. Awesome. So I uh, I checked out Brian Fallon because cool. you have mentioned him before. And, uh, I was, I was working on a basement project. And so I always have, uh, our tiny robot playing different music. And so I thought, you know what, while I'm, uh, working on this, I'm just going to, uh, expand my horizons a little bit. And it, it was good. It was, um, it was a uh, little Bruce Springsteen-y. Um, yep. it was that a fits. little bit, a little twinge of the killers. And I think, I, uh, sponge for some reason came to mind really that yeah i don't know why but that combination made me but it was good i would listen to it again it was i listened to whatever uh alexa played for about an hour and it was um it was good stuff for sure and then uh yesterday was funky friday on my favorite radio station locally wxbn so shout out to them but um they, that station just always is doing cool stuff. So Funky Friday is every Friday they play funk music in the evenings. And that's like a really cool way to like end your work week to just listen to some, you know, Bootzilla by Bootsy Collins or whatever it might be and just crank the music up. So that was what I did listen to Friday. And then today they were doing this all request show. And for some reason it was um, train wreck segues. And so they were playing music. People were oh, calling yeah. in requests. You were texting me about yeah. this and I was <laughs> enjoying it. And they were, people were calling in requests of the weirdest segues from one song to another song. And, and the first one that I caught was uh, Gordon Lightfoot, Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, right into a System of a Down song. And it was bizarro. And then people started getting really smart about it and they were suggesting things like uh let's see it was joy division level tear us apart followed by captain and Tennille, level keep us together <laughs> yeah and, that's I the mean, one you texted me and i was like yeah. oh that's good it was it was smart and it was it's the cool thing is that station was just like yeah we're gonna play these songs that a lot of them no other station is playing but especially not back to back and and that station continuously experiments with their format and with what they'll they'll play and what kind of like uh segments they'll do and what kind of like themes that they'll do and so that station uh i always listen to when i'm in my car that's that's pretty much all i'm listening to unless it's npr i know that's boring but uh music wise you're so boring i know music music wise it's xpn all the time so if you're looking for a station that plays a diverse run the gamut of every kind of music um you can find them on wxpn.org so that's that's what i listen to and i was you know when i listened to radio i was listening to weqx like i do all the time actually i've added to my radio station listening list online yeah i've started listening to um actually radio x out of london oh that's you know what i'm kind of mad at them but are they good they're good. They're good. You know why I'm mad at them? Because they're called Radio X. Yeah, because and it's... and they have Radio X 
Yeah. Or they have X Radio X as their handle on Twitter, and we had to be X Radio X one. And every time you try to play us on Alexa, even though it's possible to find us, she always thinks I want to listen to Radio X. And that's exactly how I found them trying to get <laughs> to play us on Alexa. Yeah. That's how I found them. Yeah. But so I'm I've, kind I've of been, mad at them. I've been listening. Good. They do uh, they do good stuff on Saturday nights and otherwise it's pretty run of the mill, except you get a lot a nice mix of um British music. So that's okay. fun. I like cool. that. So nice. That's that's kind of what has been happening. And before we go, I do have a bone to pick with one of your pieces of technology at your house. All right. Yeah. Let's hear and it. it has to kind of do with Alexa. Yeah, uh, you're, uh, it's like your Echo Show is trying to digitally cut me out of out of your family's <laughs> life. By the picture you sent to me, it's me, your wife, your yep. two children, yep, and me. Yeah. If you don't look closely, you won't see me. Um, but uh, the Echo Show decided that it was going to put the time and weather over my face, <laughs> to, as to cut me out of the picture altogether. So, but what's funny though, screw you, Echo it looks Show. Like, it looks like you're ducking to get away from the time and weather. <laughs> it kind of does. It's like somebody threw it at me and yeah. I'm like, nah. It's like you you knew it was going to happen so you got out of the way cuz you're still mostly in the picture, but it it does look like the time and weather are trying to stomp on your face. Well, and and the, actually when you put it that way, yeah. It does it does make a little more sense than me being bitter about it because it looks like you're laughing like I got out of the way <laughs> and it looks like your wife is completely amazed that I'm getting out of the way. Yeah. It's it's pretty cool. It's a good picture. All right, there. Then I kind of take it back a little bit. That makes it look a little better than me. It looks like me trying to rub me out of your life. You're doing <laughs> magic on my devices. That's what you're doing. That's what I tell everybody. That's <laughs> what I tell everybody. <laughs> so, uh, what do we got coming up? So, like, we're gonna we have a couple interviews we want to try to get scheduled um, over the next few episodes, right? Like, yeah, there's I have two or some three people. people and I don't want to I don't want to name drop yet because I haven't lined it all up, but yeah. I have a pretty good idea who the next few are going to be. And they're going to be people that you and I worked with in the past. So that should be fun. Awesome. It's always um, nice to to catch up with uh, former WUPX Radio yes. X people, not the British Radio X people. The Radio X we worked at. We did not work at the one in, in jolly no. old London or England or whatever they call it over there. So that will be coming up shortly in the next few episodes or so, depending on when we line them up. So that's fun. Um, the Twitter they've all agreed. They've all agreed individually. So it's just nice. a matter of getting them on. Very good. Uh, the Twitter is still happening. So if you do have Twitter, even if you forgot how to use it and you've just moved to TikTok, come back to Twitter and and tweet us because that's fun. Uh, the what else is going on? I feel like if we put some effort into it, we could have a good TikTok. I, apparently we need to learn how to do a dance, like a choreographed dance. No, you dance. don't only have to do dances on TikTok, although I'm sure people would love to see us make fools yeah. of ourselves doing that. Yeah. But no, there's all kinds of stuff on TikTok, hmm. like like people cooking, yeah, people dancing while cooking, I suppose. I, I don't think, know. I I've never been dance. on TikTok. I don't know. <laughs> I'm so old. We'll figure out a dance and we'll do it. <laughs> we probably won't. Don't get your hopes up. So anyway, if you are uh, a fan of this podcast, please do us a favor, uh, leave a review on whatever, where, wherever you go. Um, a lot of people are using um, Podchaser. Have you heard of that? Never heard of it. There are a couple of people who are telling me about Podchaser. That's like a, a place that you can um, 
you know, do podcasts and stuff. So anyway, wherever you get your podcast, it really helps us if you leave a review. Um, give us five stars. Tell us we're awful, but leave us a five-star review. Or if you have um, suggestions, we take those. If there's something you think it would be cool to hear you guys talk about milk for an hour, then feel free to drop that in and we'll we'll try to find an hour's worth of milk information for you. Sure, um, it's out there. It's it's got yeah. There's got to be. A I can I can do two. I can do two music related things with milk right now <laughs> if you wanted me to. Well, I know that your milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Oh, I could have done three. <laughs> what did you have? Um, there was the song "Milk" on "Attack of the Killer Bees" by Anthrax. I wish I had some goddamn milk. This Cheerios just ain't the same. I wish I had some goddamn milk. Too bad the milkman never came. I just can't go out to the store. I just wait till mommy buys more. See? I don't even think they actually... I I think that was a cover from a different band, but that was on... That's where I first heard it was on Attack of the Killer Bees. And the other one was... Oh, Mother's Milk by um, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Nice. I can't sing that, but... No. It was an album, kids. Well done. so see, two milk things right there. All right, so we've got that under control. If you want us to talk about milk, let us know. Or anything else, or if you want to just say hi, uh, drop oh, us a line. Us and a one video. other thing. Yeah. I we have a we have kind of a private X Radio X group on Facebook right now with a bunch of our mm-hmm. old coworkers and stuff just kind of talking about yep. the good times. Lots Which of pictures. Which has been awesome, by the way. Yes. Oh wow. I had so much black hair back in the day, I can't even believe it. <laughs> so much black hair, folks. <laughs> That Matt's wife said, that doesn't even look real on you, Jace. <laughs> so thanks. Appreciate it. You're a silver fox. <laughs> I definitely am. Back then, I used to not be a silver fox. No. Um, but I finally figured out, because I don't work in technology or anything, I finally figured out how to make an actual business page. Oh. For so I'm going to start putting all of our Sweet. episodes out there, and then I can, you know, we can actually start letting people in kind of it's kind of like a group i suppose so we can start inviting anybody and anybody can get on there and chat and things like that fantastic and if i'm wrong i'm wrong but that's the goal all right sounds good so we're at uh hour and 41 i feel like we should wrap up i feel like we should wrap up and usually we do some sort of song lyric thing here oh god i hope we get this right it'll be funnier if we don't probably so we are tigra and i'm bunny and we like the boom I don't think that's right. Oh, it was beautiful. It doesn't matter. It's still funny. It's X Radio X. Thanks a lot, folks. See you next time. Bye. Chip, pins, funk, country, cop hugger, mother ducker, and tinsel. <laughs>